Business as Unusual is a thought-provoking podcast that explores the innovative strategies, disruptive ideas, and unconventional practices driving successful leaders and companies in the ever-evolving world of modern business. Subscribe, comment, and share for weekly inspiration with our host, Aisila. Hello, and welcome to Business as Unusual. This is Aisla, and I'm very excited to introduce you to my guest today, Hillary Engelhart Castro. Hello, Hillary. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that you could be here today. Before we dive into your business model and all the things that you do to help folks, tell me, what's a hobby of yours that you think would surprise folks you know? Well, I think those that really know me know this, but I am an, I love to garden. I get this itch around this time of year, right before the spring hits of like, oh, what am I going to do this year? And how can I make things better? And spring brings on this sort of sense of like eternal hopefulness that my garden will do better than it did the year before. So, but I love growing things and I just, I love having the, the dirt between my fingers, but also access to the fresh, the fresh produce at the end and throughout the season. That's awesome. I actually read an article a couple years ago. They were talking about how being in, involved with the dirt, I don't know exactly how they phrased it, actually helps your immune system. I just so. love that full cycle, right? Of like putting something in the ground and watching it come out and then like being able to eat things off of it. And don't get me wrong, like I love flowers and I love having like beautiful landscape. But uh, for me, it really is about like seeing that whole cycle right? From start to finish, which is sort of like my business and one of the things I love about what I do. Mm -hmm. So I actually was thinking that like when you're, you garden in the business world, it's a little hokey guys. I said it, not, not Hillary, don't blame (laughs) her for that. So what what, what your business is and how, you know, what, what you do. Sure. Yeah. So I work with business owners and their teams small, medium-sized businesses, talking like five five folks up to about 20, just really get more time back in their day and feel like they're using their tech tools in a way that is authentic to how they want to do business and actually leveraging them to do more for them, which is the reason that we you know, sign up for a CRM or have a scheduling link, all of these things that really are supposed to elevate our business. I find that business owners really want them to work for them, but often they feel overwhelmed and frustrated by something that should take three or four clicks and ends up taking way more time. And so they try to adopt tech, but then end up letting it kind of go away because it's it's not as easy to use or as user-friendly as they're hoping, or it just isn't set up authentically to how they work. And so when I talk about, you talk about that growing cycle, a lot of it is they're in a growth phase. And so really helping take that tech overwhelm off so that business owners aren't the ones having to do it. A lot of times as business owners, we wear so many hats. And even if you have an ops person or a marketing person on your team, they're not necessarily well-versed in the, the technical aspects of making all of the pieces work And so I love helping people that are in systems that are like, just not quite there, kind of coming in and and leaning into what they're already using and making it feel more streamlined so that it really is a system or a set of software 
that are going to take them to the next level. There's a lot of research out around what CRMs can do. When we talk about CRMs, we're talking about customer relationship management systems. When you think about using them a lot of times for sales and marketing and automations, but there's so much in there that also ties into analytics and data that give you such a great insight into how your business is, is doing. And a quick, you know, when they're set up well, you get a quick access, real-time access to what's actually happening and some of those really important pieces of your business. And for business owners, often we're trying to kind of get out of the weeds of some of those areas of our business, but we still need to have sightline to it. CRMs are a great way to also activate your team and create workflows in them to really have your team members know where am I involved and what do I need to do? Creating automations in there too. Let's say, okay, here's a new client. Here's where they're at. We need to send this. And then when that happens, it triggers somebody else to do their their part of the job. Um, There's just so much that they can do, but when they're not built efficiently, when they're not built authentically to how businesses work, they get frustrated and they, you know, and they leave them behind. And at the end of the day, I, I really, I believe in the power of technology and it's changed so much really over the last five years that there's so much that they can do. Often it's hard to keep up with what, what those features are and what you really need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the first cell phone I got, I spent, you know, I read the manual and I've spent all this time getting to know it. And now it's sort of like, I don't do that level of depth because it does change every couple of years. And I mean, I, I don't get a phone every couple of years, but that like the tech and, and what is functional, available, like th- things yeah. go out of business. So I imagine you have to do a, a lot of like, I don't know, ex- advanced exploration to be aware of the next thing or how does that work? Yeah. So when I work with clients, we will start every client I work with. Initially, we do a 90 minute kind of discovery session and I send a series of questions that helps us just dive into kind of what are your big picture goals? And so we talk about what are those metrics that you are tracking that show you that you're being successful? I want to know you and your business because ultimately I'm in the business of making your business easier to run and providing better customer service for whoever your customers and clients are. So we really want to get that in-depth understanding for all of the clients that I work with of like, what is it you're trying to provide? What are the pain points? Who's on your team? What's your, what, what level of tech are you comfortable with? You know, where are you at and what, what are you currently using? Because then the problem start solving can begin of like, how do we work backwards so that we can build this from beginning to end? So it really works for you. So that at the end of the month, you know, when we're, when we're at a place where you're able to access dashboards and reports, it's a quick process, it's a painless process. As a business owner, I don't want to spend more than an hour at the end of every month reconciling and figuring out where I am and what's left to do. And so I love coming in and just helping connect those pieces so that so that really ultimately you're providing the best customer experience. Your team knows what to do and what to do next. And you're not having to live in the weeds of making it all work. Right. And I bet people find that to be a huge relief. What impact yeah. do you seek to have doing this? Well, so I worked for a number of organizations, smaller. I worked for the Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce for a number of years as an event planner and then moved on to work for a small sales group, commercial furniture sales group here in town. And as I have worked with more businesses or worked in that smaller business sector, I've seen just the power that having access to data and analytics can can make. 
But I've also seen that struggle of like, we want to get there, but we don't know how. And so I love being able to bridge that, that gap for my clients so that they're ultimately continuing to grow. Most of the folks that I'm working with are growing, whether it's growing staff, growing sales, growing, you know, regionally, whatever that may look like, but their teams often are not necessarily always in one location. And so we're connecting them virtually to each other just, and you know, you find that you're actually streamlining communication. So I'm, I'm a huge believer in leveraging tech to enhance just the overall performance of a business. And I, and I know as small businesses that we can change the world. We can really, like most of us that have gotten into business for ourselves that run a small business are doing it because it's a passion, because we have a place and a purpose and a mission. And we're also doing it differently. And I think that that's something that I find empowering. Like we can do business differently and be just as successful and just as impactful on our communities by running businesses that are authentically aligned with ourselves. I'm for it. So you you touched on this a little bit. The, what inspired you to start this company? Is there anything more you want to add? Or, I mean, I have my my own reasons too, right? Like I I have a family, and I wanted to be able to really focus on this type of work. What I found in the past when I've worked for other organizations is that you know I come in and I help create efficiencies, whether it's through systems or through marketing, through events helping people get, you know, when I was an event manager, it was like, we were planning events a year out instead of 60 days out. And so finding those opportunities to really enhance what we're doing. But then I get, then I get to a place where it's like, okay, I've taken this great project for this company and made it better. And now they're like, okay, now you go and and do it. And I, I really love that implementation phase. I love helping folks get there and teaching teams how to, how to use those tools but I don't want to be the one always using the tools. And so this business has allowed me to really kind of narrow in on that zone of genius for myself of like, let me help you get there. And I'm going to make sure that you know how to use it so that use your tools to the best of your ability and to to the optimum efficiency of what they will allow. And then it's yours and it's yours to take. And it doesn't have to live with me to make sure that it keeps happening because ultimately, if we're not using the tools that we're investing in and that we're, whether it's a monthly subscription or a big upfront cost, you're not, you're not really getting the full advantage. And so your data is only as good as what you put into your systems that are tracking it. And so I just, I love seeing the end of projects or, you know, that sort of complete of completion stage where it's like, oh, this is what we're working towards. Oh, I can, now I can really see my sales month over month and year over year. And I, like, I didn't have a way to do that efficiently before. And so I love getting to that place where clients are like, okay, I get it. This is great. Now I want to keep using it because it's giving me all of these things that I want and I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually one of my life rules that when I follow my life is so much better, which is make sure I'm using what I actually have available right now. Like yes. if I have a, a resource in my world, make sure I'm, I'm actually using it or I'm choosing not to for a specific reason. And typically that ends up making it much less interesting to me to like go randomly buy stuff, which I appreciate. But it also, yeah. I find that I often have so much of what I need right here. But I guess maybe because you get used to it, you're like, oh, you know. So that's yes. a... 
I don't know. I, I think that's a, a great like service to help people really see how to take what they have and use it to the best possible ability or figure out it's actually not the right thing, but not right. keeping that limbo, that too, I guess, right? where it's sort of around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's um, part of that initial stage is that auditing period. And so a lot of times there is overlap between what people are using. And so that's one of the places that I like to step in and just say like, okay, what do you like, what do you like about these? What are your favorite softwares? What do you like about these? How do we leverage those? But also know that like this other tool that you have might actually be able to do all of those things and you can save some money by moving this over. And so there's just so many redundancies out there in tech these days that a lot, like I said, it's just hard to keep up on what's happening, what's using. We use the things that are easy for us and often don't pay attention just because of time and other restraints that it's, you know, of the other things that are out there. So. Mm -hmm. Who do you typically work with or who do you find thrives with your service or both? I mean, <laughs> yeah. So again, small teams, I've worked with teams as small as two up to teams of about 20. And so that are looking, that are growing and looking to really enhance their customer experience. Those are, those are typically the two things, right? So a lot of times it's driven by business owners who are the ones trying to make all of the tech work and are just needing to get out of that piece so that they can focus on other aspects of their business. Most business owners did not get into business to make to run their IT departments and be the people managing their software. So that's that's really the folks that they're just like, I just need this to work. I know how I'm my, I, I've been in business for two, three, four years. I know how I want my things to run. I know the type of customer experience and how I want that to be delivered, but I'm not, I know I'm not leveraging my tech and I've spent as much time as I can to make them work. I just want someone to come in and connect them all. A lot of times we're not even just working in CRMs. We're working in other SAS tools, which is a service. And we're actually doing a lot of integration where we're tying one app because of the features they have to another app and then often connecting those all into the CRM to serve as your hub. But again, it's like I have 10, 10 softwares and I, I don't know which ones I'm even using for what anymore. Or I know they're not connected. I know they're not talking to each other. So folks that are just at that point where they're kind of pulling their hair out because they, they know they need to simplify, but they don't know how to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, that's that can be really hard when you're in the weeds, like to, to see it. It's always helpful. That's those external eyes. It can be very helpful in that way. And I, I do feel like you answered this, but just if you have like a brief example of like a typical problem that you solve, that might be helpful. Sure. So I, I've been, I've been working on some messaging, right? Like as we all are, we're always massaging what we talk about, but I think really it's this idea of navigating your tech without ever touching a keyboard. You know, how do we make these things work? These tools that claim to save us time and make our lives easier. How do we, how do we really make them work for us as part of our process? Um, so that we're not having to troubleshoot them all the time. We just know that when I send a link that schedules, you know, a, a meeting that it's going to show up, that is going to, an invite's going to go out to my client or my prospect, whoever it is that's signing up, they're going to get a link to the video or a phone call that they know to expect it from me and that it, it shares on my calendar. Right. So like all of those little pieces, that's where we come in. And that's the problem we solve is just making sure 
that those details that are so important to making tech advantageous are actually set up correctly and integrated correctly. That's actually so important when, when you're successful in your work, what do you think will be different in the world and, or, you know, is this business is unusual. Like what's unusual that you're up to? Well, in terms of what would be better at the world, I just, I think for business owners, especially being able to spend the time that you need to be in your zone of genius, whatever that is, my work helps you do that and helps us all be more successful in the end. And I think also related to the data side of connecting business owners to their metrics that are the most important, it allows us to really properly analyze how we're doing and make real-time corrections, right? Like we're not having to wait to the end of the month. We're not having to necessarily wait till the end of a quarter. We're able to see trends a lot faster. And it doesn't necessarily just have to be sales. For me, I track all my time and I want to know where I'm spending time and how much time I'm spending on what activities. And I know that, you know, I want to have more time to my family for myself in the summer when I have kids at home. And so whatever those metrics, my goal is to make your life easier to access them so that you know where you stand really at any given moment. And that's the transformation that I can help businesses with is accessing those pieces in real time to really support their success, whatever that may be. I, I would also just add, I guess, is I really focus with clients on this idea of tailor-made for you. And my goal is that I, I get this question a lot, like, what systems do you work in? What CRMs are your favorite? What do you prefer? What do you recommend? I honestly don't. I've never worked in the same set of software or CRM for any client. And I really love that. I love one, the like idea of constant learning. And so being able to take my experience and really dive into a new system, understanding the parts and pieces of them, but learning how it works. But what I find is by being system agnostic, I actually am empowering the client to find the software and systems that work best for them. And that's really, at the end of the day, one of the things that's the most important to me. You're going to use tools that are simple and easy and feel intuitive for you and your business. And so helping clients leverage the tools that they've found or finding new tools that really align with how they work like that's where the sweet sauce is for what I offer. Because again, if you aren't going to use them, what's the point of paying for them? What's the point of setting them up? Really that tailor-made piece, that individualized, customized approach, you're not going to get that from a CRM service provider or tech support. You still have to go on and watch their videos and translate the technical jargon into something that aligns with your business and so I think that's one of the things that makes my business unusual, right? Is that we don't, I don't have to work in one specific, not to say that I can't, but I really want the solutions that my clients end up with to be something they're going to use. Mm-hmm. I do some, some, some business development, like fractional operations for folks. And that's also frequently they're like, what, what do you use? And I'm like, actually, let's figure out what you need. And then we'll figure out what we're going to use because 
I don't want to come in with the idea that I have all the answers, right? Like, cause it's, mm-hmm. it's very rarely helpful or accurate. Right. You know, I have to start with listening. What is their actual issue versus what have I decided before we've even talked? Because then how am I going to see what's actually happening and what they really need? Because it could be completely out of my, my anticipation. And then it's obvious when, during the interaction. So I really hear you on that. I don't know if it's like a, you said you're, you have kids. I, I raised kids and then went more into the workforce. And I think that as a parent, that's one thing you have to learn is how to listen. Yeah. They're little, you think, you know, and then you're like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't know that. It's like a, such a, a humbling and yet also expanding opportunity in life. Right. For sure. For sure. What's the best advice you have received or given either both? I struggled with an answer for this one because I've gotten so much great advice over the years, but I think the one, the place that I, where I'm at right now is, is making time for myself. And I say that, and I think it can sound a little off putting as a business owner, but what I have come to realize, even just since the beginning of this calendar year is that if I don't give myself time to go for a walk or to get exercise or just be disconnected and unplugged. I'm not allowing my creative brain where all of the cool things that I can come up with for my clients, I'm not giving myself the space to do that. And so it's been a little bit of a mind shift even for myself as a business owner to be okay saying like, oh my God, my head is spinning and I'm going a thousand miles to, you know, a thousand miles in all different directions. What I've come to realize that that means is that I need to sit down, make a list, get out whatever's on my head, in my brain and, and walk away, go for a walk, get some exercise, do the dishes, whatever it is that, you know, I feel like is not on a screen and giving myself permission to do that. And I think that, is a piece of advice I'd give to any entrepreneur. I think there's some of us that have figured that out faster than others, but giving myself the grace and the time and recognizing when it is that I need that, you know, it's, it's after a walk in the shower that those ideas come together or just like all of a sudden the the message that I need to pass on is there. And so, so yeah, just giving yourself that space, you know, I have that creative mind as well, that problem solving mind. And so when there's not enough of that happening in my life, that's when I start to feel like very out of control. And so I've been practicing that and giving myself grace. The other piece, the other thing that I really live by and I've been trying to embody more and more is this idea of gratitude. And I really am like, I love building community. I love networking with people. I love hearing people's stories and learning about other businesses and what, what makes them unique. And coming to those new conversations and old relationships in the same mindset of just gratitude. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your knowledge. Thank you for filling the void that you do in this world, because there's so many things out there that I would never want to do, you know, and there's somebody to do that. And so I think practicing gratitude is a a huge piece of for myself, as well as my business and my family. Yeah, I mean, they've shown in so many ways the power of of being able to to see and appreciate the benefits in your life. And we all have something. Yeah. Even I know there have been times when I've been in difficult situations and I, I can always find something that I, I know I'm grateful for. 
And it's a good reminder. Thank you for that. It, you kind of answered this, but like, what, what do you do to keep yourself inspired when it gets hard to believe in your dream? How do you recharge? Yeah, for sure. I love my, my family time. I keep pretty, pretty good boundaries for myself. That was one of the things when I started my business that I, one of the reasons, right? The why, but so I, I love being able to pick my kid up from school and schlep her around and do the things she wants to do and have the weekends to spend with family, regardless of what it is. But again, I think also it's for a lot around getting outside, getting away from the screen and, and either putting my hands in the dirt or taking the dogs for a walk. So those simple things, I think, just making this time for them. That's really important. And it's good advice. I think that the world goes pretty fast. And if you don't have pause to dig in the dirt or smell the flowers, <laughs> you know, miss those things. I would also add to just this idea of community. And so when I'm looking to get inspired or I'm having a bad day, I often find leaning into others around me that have supported me through this process, people that I've gotten to know, other business owners, or just good friends, you know, done a lot of work since I started my business um, not quite two years ago around that mental strength and recognizing like when that is, when those negative thoughts are starting to kind of seep in, I'm a, I'm a pretty positive person. And so really been working on my own toolbox in terms of strength and then how to, you know, how to get myself out of it. I, I love, like I said, I love networking. And so I find that sharing those stories and also knowing that in community, we're not alone. And there are so many of us that have, you know, been challenged with so many of the same things over time, being able to lean into that. Yeah, that's great. I think that remembering that is, is huge that we have, a, a, most of us have folks that are consistently there for us. I think sometimes we can get an idea about who it's supposed to be and not necessarily see the folks that are showing up. So if you're listening and you're like, who's my community, look around, whoever's showing up, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that it, it may not look like you expect it, but it's there, right? Especially as a solopreneur, recognizing that like in a lot of ways, your friends are sort of your water cooler in some, you know, not that there aren't also other ways to network, but yeah. so folks are listening, like, you know, probably up to 10, maybe 32 at this point, we'll see. And, <laughs> and someone's like, gosh, this sounds great. Or I know someone that wants to check this out. How do they find you, hire you, follow you, get more details? Sure. Yeah. So I have a website which has some more information just about the type, the areas and things that we do within tech tools and systems, whether it's, you know, the SASE's integrations is what we're sort of going for in terms of tagline. But you can reach us at www.castroco.net or you can look me up on LinkedIn. It's sort of my primary platform. And I love, I love getting new connections and outreaches. I love being able to connect, you know, maybe this service isn't for you, but you know somebody I'd love to chat with them and just meet, learn about them, find out if there's, you know, some tips I can provide. Sometimes it's as simple as just hopping on a 30 minute call and giving you some direction and it's enough. Other times they, you know, it's like, Hey, can you do this for me? So LinkedIn website, best places to start. There's contact information on both of those, but you're also welcome to message me on LinkedIn and we can go from there. So. 
And then I'll have all that linked into the show notes as well. So if somebody is driving and they can't write this down and they have a memory like mine, don't worry. Click the episode later, the information will be there. Any final thoughts for our listeners before you head back to the busyness of your day? I don't think so. Well, thank you. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I, I look forward to sharing it far and wide.